kindly allow me to uh, read to you a few verses before we start the topic mark chapter 13 verse 13 everyone will hate you because of me but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved the one who stands firm to the end will be saved he acts uh, 2024 however i consider my life worth nothing to me my only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the lord jesus has given me the task of testifying to the good news of god's grace uh, and hebrews 12:1 to 3 therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles uh, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us fixing our eyes upon jesus so uh there's a common thing that is seen in all these verses it it speaks of a race and it speaks about reaching the end of the race okay so uh, much focus and effort is generally given on how to get to the starting point of this race and this race is called the salvation uh, so uh, you know uh, for example there's so much of uh, speak uh, uh, messages that you can hear about how to get saved uh, and it must be so as well uh, but there must also uh, be uh, a, an important point to be noted uh wherein wherein how one gets to the end of the race you know uh, no importance or very little importance is given uh, about the journey and about how one must reach the end of this faith journey and that is where this audio uh, is going to be focused in uh everyone starts with great zeal uh they start off with a great passion for god in this new faith journey but starting alone is not enough it is just the 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 tip of the iceberg as one would say uh just as you started well you also need to finish well you need to run the race uh honestly uh, now there's another popular saying all's well that ends well uh i don't know if god would be pleased with that because the journey matters to god uh, you cannot run in any way you please you know uh, for example uh, an engineering student joins a course and uh, but he is lazy to study so he cheats and pays money and passes his exams in the end according to the world just getting the degree matters in the end it doesn't matter how you got it uh, but it matters to god so uh let us focus about not just the end of the journey but also on how to run this journey uh or this race that is marked out for us once we believe uh so uh let us go to a few more uh, thoughts and insights that the lord has been teaching me uh now let me try explaining the scenario uh, but before we start uh, on how to finish the race let us discuss a little about the race uh, you know there are a few analogies uh, uh, given in the bible and i think jesus loved giving examples like this uh, that's why he spoke to us so much in parables so similarly there are about 3 to 5 analogies given in the bible regarding this particular topic that we are speaking about today uh so um one is a race another is a wild branch another is a tree another is a soldier in an army uh you know so uh let us start and let me see if i can uh explain it uh in a way that is understandable uh 
so now the whole world being unbelievers is out of the race uh, the whole world the whole of mankind uh, while they are unbelievers while they do not believe in jesus they are branches of a wild olive tree in short they are wild by nature so let us look at a few analogies from the holy scriptures uh, the first analogy is in romans chapter 11 verses 17 and 22 romans chapter 11 verses 17 and 22 a point to notice before we believed in jesus the people of this world uh, or mankind were part of a wild olive tree so they were wild olive branches so uh, we the people of the world are wild by nature okay so let's read one uh, i mean romans chapter 11 verses 17 if some of the branches have been broken off uh, and you though a wild olive shoot have been grafted in among the others and now share in the nourishing sap from the olive root uh, verse 22 consider therefore the kindness and sternness of god sternness to those who fell but kindness to you provided that you continue in his kindness so here we can see a gentile believer once you know there are a category there are two categories there are jews and there are gentiles and the salvation was made available even to the gentiles so anybody who does not believe in jesus is wild by nature they are part of a wild olive tree but once you believe you are grafted in though you were a wild olive shoot you have been grafted in among the others and now you share in the nourishing sap uh, from the main olive tree that is jesus okay but he says consider therefore the kindness and sternness of god sternness to those who fell but kindness to you provided that you continue in his kindness so here it's very clear once we were wild when we believe so at one point of my life when i believed in jesus and i repented of my sins and i asked him into my heart in humility and brokenness the lord mercifully grafted me in into a cultivated olive tree and the olive tree being jesus okay so this is one analogy so i was wild by nature and then i was grafted in and now i share in the nourishing sap all that jesus has to offer that means now the second analogy is uh, given in luke chapter 13 luke chapter 13 then he said this parable uh, verse 6 onwards a man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard okay so before we become believers before we are believers we are not in the vineyard of jesus we are uh, we are out of the vineyard or let's say we are wild trees that are growing outside but once i believe what happens jesus the father god takes me and plants me in his vineyard and jesus is the gardener okay so he says uh, a man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he went to look for fruit on it but did not find any he said to the man who took care of the vineyard for 3 years now i have been uh, sharing i for 3 years now i have been looking for fruit but have not found any so he said to the man who took took care of the vineyard for 3 years now i have been coming to look for fruit but i haven't found any cut it down why should it use up the soil sir the man replied leave it alone for one more year and i will dig around it and fertilize it if it bears fruit next year fine if not cut it down 
So this is the second analogy. We are trees that are out of the vineyard. When I believe the master, the father, takes me and puts me into the vineyard and I have this gardener Jesus who is tending to me, who is taking care of me, who is giving me numerous chances to bear fruit. And as you all know, uh, suppose I plant a sapling in my home. Uh, the very next day I will not find fruit. Fruit comes at the very end. After a, a process of doing all that I need to do for the tree, the tree grows up and flowers and you know the leaves come the flowers come and then the fruit comes so the fruit is seen in the end so the focus is even Jesus says by their fruit you will recognize them he didn't say by their faith you will recognize them so this is another very important analogy that the fruit the end which the thing that comes up in the end is what will decide how you have been as a believer by their fruit you will recognize them Jesus says now, the third analogy is Jesus uh, told the, uh, said to those who believe in John 15, 5, I am the wine and you are the branches. Uh, so again, the people of this world are, you know, from a wild wine. But when you believe what Jesus does, he takes you in and grafts you. And he says, unless you remain in me continuously, you will not bear fruit. Again, there is a process. The fruit comes in the end. Now, the fourth analogy is uh, uh, the race okay uh, Hebrews 12 1 it says let us run with perseverance the race marks marked out before us uh, fixing our eyes on Jesus so as I said once we were believer once we were unbelievers we were all out of the race there none of us are in the race but when we believe in Jesus we are taken and put at the starting point of this race now I have to run from the starting point to the finishing point. That running of the race is what we are going to speak about today. And the fifth analogy is about a soldier in an army. Uh, again, it's such a beautiful uh, way to put it. He says, we are all, you know, uh, just casual civilians. And then when I believe in Jesus, I join the army of Jesus. Okay, so when I join this army, the condition of joining the army is that I need to believe. So when I become a believer, I now become an, uh, 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 an officer in the army. Uh, 2 Timothy 2, 4 and 5. Uh, let me read to you. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. The commanding officer in this case being Jesus Christ. Only when you believe in Jesus, you enter the army as a soldier. Army is God's kingdom uh, and Jesus is our commanding officer. So beautifully put. So as I said, um, either we are out of the race or we are a wild olive branch or we are a tree that is outside the vineyard or we are a soldier that is now joining the army of Jesus. Uh, but before that, I was no longer, I was not a soldier because I was living a life of sin. Okay, so uh, there are several analogies. Now, let us go to the next point uh, of the, the audio. Okay, uh, anyone who competes, uh, there is another analogy too. Anyone who competes as an athlete. Now, this verse is taken from uh, 1 Corinthians. Okay, so, uh, similarly, let's go to the portion. Uh, I think it will be better if we read it. 1 Corinthians 9, verse 24 onwards. 
Do you not know that in a race all runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do not get to. Uh, they do not do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I do not fight like a man beating the air. No, I beat my body and make it my slave, so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Okay. Uh, so now it all boils down to one point, one very important point, reaching the finishing point in this race or in the case of the grafted uh, uh, olive branch uh, or the tree that was planted by the master in his garden, the end result was fruit. So the focus is a lot of focus is given in the New Testament about reaching the end of the race or re seeing the fruit in one's life. You know, which both happens only in the very end. So now this journey between the starting point of the race, uh, which I got into upon my faith in Jesus till the finishing point, I have to run the race in a certain way. Let us see on how to run this race. Hebrews 12.1, the Bible says, I run in perseverance without giving up. Hebrews 12.1, I run in perseverance without giving up. And then second point, I do not run aimlessly. 1 Corinthians 9.26 I do not run in a way where there is no meaning, you know, all chaotic. I run with a purpose in mind and that purpose being reaching the end uh, and reaching it in a way that pleases God. And the third point is I go into strict training where I beat my body and make it my slave, uh, you know, uh, which means I fight against sin. It's not going to be easy. I have to literally beat my body and make it my, not literally, I have to beat my body and make it my slave. I have to fight against sin. It's not going to be an easy process. 1 Corinthians 9.25. And the fourth point is 2 Timothy 2.5. I must run this race by competing according to the rules. What does it mean? I cannot just go in any way I please. I cannot reach, you know, uh, the example I gave in the beginning about an engineering student. You cannot just uh, go and say, okay, what matters is I get the degree. Let me cheat and get it. It, it, it doesn't, it, it, I cannot do that. I must run according to the rules. I, I must run according to the word of God. I must run in obedience to the word of God. Uh, and, you know, that is my task. The journey matters to God. So I must complete the task of running the race. Okay, so uh, as I said now, I gave an example as to how we enter the race. What was, what was our situation before we entered the race? And now how I need to run, as in my race, how, how should I run? I gave you four points. Now, what must I do to, how, how can I complete this task? What must I do during this running? What must I do in this time uh, that I'm running the race? Uh, go to Hebrews 12, 1. I'm sorry, uh, Acts 20, 24. Uh, my only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. So one of the main important tasks of this race is testifying to the love of God around to the people who live among you. 
you testify tell them about god's love be a witness of his grace uh, you know that's one of the most primary uh, task of running this race am i doing these things am i doing these things am i am i running the race the way god wants me to am i doing what he wants me to do in this race these are questions that you need to ask yourself now there will be another audio on the fruit that god expects and its importance uh, posted kindly listen to it we must also be uh, you know at the end of the race we must be able to say like paul did uh, uh in 2 timothy 4 7 i have fought the good fight i have finished the race i have kept the faith now there is in store for me a crown of righteousness that god will give you know so uh, will i be able to say with this confidence that paul did i have fought the good fight as in being a bat uh, a soldier in the uh, in the army of jesus i have finished the race from the starting point when you first believe to the finishing point uh, i have kept the faith i did not give up and now a crown waits for me and I, in uh, uh, 1 peter 1 9 the end result of our faith is in jesus christ the end result of our faith in jesus christ is the salvation of our souls you know then i can then i will be able to say yes now i have i will receive the salvation of my soul just as paul said i have fought the good fight i have finished the race you know we must not let our passion die down the passion and love with which we started the race or else jesus will tell us in revelation 25 i hold this against you you have lost the love that you had for me at first one might wonder how i can keep this passionate love for god going till the very end of my life uh, you know uh, one very important way is by remembering his great sacrifice and love for us and by counting the blessings in our life it will get us rejuvenated now you know when i see the passion film uh, and see how much uh, he endured for me on the cross i fall in awe of him again i fall totally in love with this god who died for me i fall more in love with him so you need to know how to spur yourself on in to love god you know there are three examples uh, of people uh, who started with a bang in the lord who started with a you know it was an amazing start but finished very badly king saul he started off being the lord's anointed but then he lost the favor of god due to his disobedience he started well but he didn't finish well king solomon he saw god twice he was granted a a, a wish by god and god blessed him with wisdom uh, there was no man like solomon uh, he built the temple of god so many he started off with great commitment but he ended badly Judas is carried the disciple of Jesus you know Jesus picked him with a reason in mind he started off well but somewhere along the way greed and other things sin was crawling at his door so let us not be overconfident uh, by saying you know i am saved uh, i i now i don't have to do anything more let me let us heed the words of the warning that are given repeatedly in the holy scriptures matthew 10:22 the one who stands firm 
to the end will be saved 1 corinthians 10 12 so if you think you are standing firm be careful that you do not fall remember one thing one very important thing salvation is the end result of one's faith not the beginning you have to make it to the very end to see the salvation of your soul you must be able to Tell like Paul did, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. And it is a process, it's a journey, it is not achieved in a day. You know, um, the perfect way to understand would be this illustration. I join an engineering college that does not make me an engineer. I finish four years completely, get, do my exams, pass in them, and then I get my degree in the end. That is when I'll be called an engineer. You know, uh, it would be very stupid of me if I were to call myself an engineer on the first day of joining the course. Similarly, in my faith journey, it's a journey. It's not, it doesn't happen in a day. I, to say that I am saved and I have made it, I made it to heaven on the day you have given your life to Jesus is, is foolishness. My faith journey, when it starts from the starting, form, starting point, is not enough to get me to heaven. I have to reach the finishing point. I have, then I will be able to see the end result of my faith. That is the salvation of my soul. So uh, let us work towards reaching the end of this journey. And let us do it in the way that God wants us to do. Uh, if you have any questions or uh, uh, doubts, you can uh, message or send an email to waterfromtherock777 at gmail.com. Thank you.